Welcome back to another edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. I am Trey Elling, joined alongside by the great Justin Wells of InsideTexas.com, On3.com as well. Recruiting Breakdown, of course, is brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional. That would be Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas X with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. J-Dub, always a pleasure speaking with you. How are you doing this week, man? It's I'm doing well. Uh, recruiting goes pretty well whenever uh, the team wins. And the team info goes pretty well whenever the team wins. So, so far, it's been a pretty good start to the week. Pretty busy. Um, a lot of recruiting stuff going on now. You know, we're halfway through the season, Trey. We, we're we literally halfway through. It, it feels like this thing has flown by. And so now we're in that, in that point where I'm trying to enjoy as much of it as possible because it'll be gone before we know it. But, man, Texas on a three-game winning streak during their revenge tour 2022 get to cover it we're doing pretty well brother and about to enter the toughest three game stretch for them uh, on this entire season that would be at oklahoma state at kansas state always tricky in manhattan and then hosting a resurgent TCU team that found a way to knock off Oklahoma State last weekend. Let's talk about last weekend's game here in Austin, though. The Longhorns pull one out 24-21 over a an Iowa State team that always brings the wood very tough on defense. And they had a really good game plan on offense as well. Texas able to persevere, though. Steve Sarkeesian talked about it in the presser yesterday. They did a good job running the ball. They were pretty consistent defensively, and they also won the turnover battle. Those are uh, three conditions that really help a lot of teams win football games, regardless of the level. And there were a number of big-time recruits in the stands watching this game, including a guy that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Justin, current Oklahoma commit, Austin Westlake, defensive end, and yes, Longhorn legacy, Colton Vosick, back in the stands, rooting the Longhorns on to victory. That's got to be a good thing for those Texas fans hoping that Sark and company can flip him before it's all said and done. You know, it's funny. I, I, I was trying to think back to when you and I talked, spoke two weeks ago, and I believe we had mentioned on this very show, don't be surprised if Colton Vosick shows up to Texas OU, and don't be surprised if he shows up to another game in this next month. Vosick's doing what we thought he would do. Uh, this is a kid that's obviously committed to OU, but as you know, he's a Longhorn legacy. Dad is a D-line coach down at, at Austin Westlake. He's been committed to OU, I believe, since the summer. Uh, Britt Venables and those guys have done a great job selling him on, on growing within that program, but Texas is relentless. They want this kid. He's literally down the road, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Uh, a lot of teammates are helping work on this. But former Westlake teammates that are they're currently playing at Texas. I think Michael Taft deserves some credit. Uh, I think uh, Connor Robertson deserves some credit. But really, man, you got to give the man Ethan Burke his props because this is a guy that that's a good friend of his. He plays opposite side. I don't know if you remember seeing last year, but that was that was the twin towers those guys had on the edge, and it was an absolute nightmare for high school teams. It was uh, damn near, <laughs> you know, illegal for Tony Salazar and those guys. But, you know, Texas isn't going to let up. They they have been a big fan of Oshik for a while. They've been recruiting him for a while. I know Coach PK and, and Coach Choate think, think the world of him. And 
You know, that's to me right now, that's the top story. If you're talking about Texas Longhorns football and recruiting in 2023, it's what are they going to be able to do? Are they going to be able to, to flip Vosick? And, and I, you know, I, I think it's going to be kind of similar. The trend line could be kind of similar to where seeing something movement over the next week, a few weeks, next month, you know, it, at some point, you know, I, I want to see if OU bottoms out. I think Oklahoma season doesn't have a lot of bearing on it, but I do think the fact that they've had a hard time and they don't look good in, in, in large spurts, I think that kind of go, goes with it as well. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think he's always tried to convince himself and other people he, he, he wanted to get away from home. And a lot of times these guys do. They don't necessarily want to – they've grown up around it. They don't necessarily want to go to Texas. That's just the way it goes with some of these kids. But with Vosik, I think it's a little bit of both. I think he, he wants to have that freedom to, to go elsewhere because don't forget Oregon is another school that is still recruiting him. Oregon's having a good year and they're, they're still uh, trying to clamoring to get him back up there for, for a visit. But at the end of the day, Texas is not letting up. This is a guy they want. And, and I think this is, this would have a domino effect on the edge position because Trey, they've got to have this spot. They really do. They needed one, at least one, possibly two in this class. And so, but what better way than to hang out with Arch Manning and and, and Will Randall and, and some of those guys, so the Darren Gallettes and, and the uh, Jonte Cooks and Malik Muhammad's? The more Vashik shows up to Texas games and hangs out with these recruits, the more likely this flip's going to happen somewhere down the road. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Obviously, this pill is a little bit more difficult for Longhorn fans to swallow because he is committed to Oklahoma. He is committed to your biggest rival. Yeah. But you mentioned that the relationship really is uh, all about uh, just how good of terms he's on with uh, Brent Venables. So is this a situation where Brent Venables were still at Clemson? He'd probably be committed to the Tigers right now. You know, I, if he if Brent Venables was uh, still at Clemson, I think Colton Voschick's committed to Oregon right now. I think it was – I don't think it was going to be Texas when he first did it. I think it was one of those things where we just said, you know, he kind of wanted to, to get that freedom. He wanted to, you know, leave the nest, you know, so to speak, because a lot of times kids don't want to stay close. Um, but that's that's the thing with Vosik. Venables, if he's not there, I think he's an Oregon commit right now. And I, I think Oregon is a school that you still have to watch very closely. Uh, and, and don't forget, Clemson, they, they've been – pretty pretty successful in the state of texas the last couple of years uh, especially in this 2023 class nabbing guys like like a harris sewell the big time offensive lineman out of odessa permian uh wide receiver noble johnson out of clemson uh, i mean out of clemson <laughs> out of rockwall uh, committed to clemson and so th they've had some success but yeah coulda woulda shoulda he likes brent venables he likes their defensive scheme he likes what they're doing I just don't know if the program's trajectory is strong enough to hold him in. I don't know if that recruiting class is strong enough to hold him in. And I don't know if he can fight off that Westlake Chaparral alum group. They're coming at him hard and strong because they feel like he could be one of the missing pieces to a, a title team in Austin.
Colton, if you're listening right now, do you really want to join a defense that's giving up that many points to a Kansas Jayhawks team with a backup quarterback in? Now, of course, it does help with Arch Manning in his ear trying to sway him to the Longhorn side. It sounds like there was a uh, posse of Isidore Newman guys at the game this weekend. Not only Arch, Will Randall, but also Brett Bordelon, the uh, 2025 offensive lineman. Any new updates regarding Arch and company? You know, they uh, they rolled in big like it was uh, the, the show Entourage on HBO. I mean, these guys, <laughs> in Arch Manning's circle, if you're in the circle, you eat, I guess is, is the way that they say it. Um, no, man, they booted up big time in, in Austin. Arch came in on Friday evening actually by himself. Will and, and Brett, the rest of some of their other friends came up the next morning. Um, they had a blast, man. Th- these guys always have a good time when they come to Austin. This is uh, It was the first time Will Randall had been back in a while, obviously since his knee surgery. He started – I caught up with him. He started – and we'll have something at Inside Texas today that you'll get to that, that kind of catch you up on, on what's going on with that, the New Orleans crew. But uh, he's doing well. He started to rehab last week, and, and he's kind of slowly starting to get back into the mix as, as much as they'll let him. I know he's certainly eager. Um, and then Brett Bordelon is a kid. You know, everybody talks about Arch, but they don't know that he's got a guy that's huge. They got, he's got a big-time left tackle, Israel Newman. Uh, his name's Brett Bordelon. He's 6'4", about 265. His older brother, Bo, is an offensive lineman at LSU. Uh, it, it, his family's known uh, for the Get the Gap video. Uh, when, when, when LSU won the, the national championship and they went to the, went to the Capitol, uh, you know, you know, it, it, it's a lot of, it, it's a family that, uh, has a lot of athletes and a lot of exposure and believe it or not, it's not a foregone conclusion that he attends LSU, Georgia, Alabama, and Texas have all offered, and he's visited all these schools. This is actually the second time Bordelon has been to Austin. And if there's one thing that really helps Texas with Bordelon, not only the fact that his family isn't necessarily selling him on, hey, you got to stay at LSU, he's he really looks up to Arch Manning. He really looks up to Will Randall. He looks up to these guys that are headed to Austin in January and in June of next year. And so at the end of the day, getting him back on campus was big. And, and it's one of those things where he's watching Kyle Flood do all this work and this magic with these younger guys and developing these kids. That's a selling point. That's big, big, you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but they do a lot of practice stuff. The, the stuff they use at Ezra Newman for their practice shell comes from Kyle Flood. It's exactly what Texas runs almost to the page. And so there's a lot of familiarity with that, with the terminology that Bordelon uses. And so at the end of the day, Arch Manning is always going to be the biggest draw. His picture is always going to be the most famous one. But he's got some teammates that he's trying to bring along. And I know that Will Randall is a damn good tight end in his own. Uh, also a pretty good post player on the basketball court. And then you got Brett Bordelon, the 2025 offensive lineman that – He's going to be a big four-star, low five-star, I think, in the next couple of years. He's going to have 30, 35 offers by the time it's said and done. And so a pipeline from New Orleans to Austin, hey, I've seen crazier things. One other official visitor this weekend, unofficial visitor, excuse me, was Malik Muhammad, a guy that we discussed a couple weeks ago as uh, maybe being a little bit concerned that he was considering the Alabama Crimson Tide but he was back in Austin at the game this last weekend. That's got to be a good thing for the Longhorns' chances of holding on to Muhammad, correct? Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up, Trey. Yeah, that was one of the things we had talked about is, you know, the flip side of flipping a recruit, you know, getting flipped or, or you know, <laughs> getting one. And Malik Muhammad, I think, watched the show. 
uh, because, you know, I, I can't confirm that, but apparently uh, soon after that show aired, he uh, canceled his visit to Alabama. <laughs> and so I still feel like he's going to take one in late December. He, he's told he's told sources that he still wants to take that visit to Tuscaloosa before he signs. Uh, and maybe he was just delaying it till the end of the year. But the truth is, with Texas doing well on the field and those recruits being around each other more and more, that makes it so much more difficult for these kids to, to decommit. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. And to flip to another school. When they're around each other and that camaraderie gets to growing, and, and it doesn't hurt that they're watching Texas win on the field. You know, people could say, well, you know, they didn't look great against Iowa State. Let me tell you something. They beat a good Iowa State team. That's a very well-coached team, probably one of the best defenses in the country that they're going to play this year. And trust me, those recruits know that. Will Randall even talked about, you know, a kind of a slow start, but you saw the veterans pick them up in the second half. You saw Bijan and Rashawn put the team on their shoulders and the defense step up on third downs. These recruits notice that stuff. And so Arch Manning and Will Randall and Brett Bordelon and all of New Orleans was hanging out in Austin on Saturday morning for a football game. And uh, I think a handful of them even enjoyed ACL later that night. Love to. Hey, look, that's that's a tool that's at your disposal. Win, win. If you are at a home game during ACL Fest, yes, that needs to be a part of the weekend festivities, if at all possible. Now, Texas doesn't play another home game for... Uh, gosh, around three to four weeks now. That next home game is November 12th at TCU, and it does sound like there will be one big-time visitor who will be in the stands on an official visit, and this is a talented tight end out of Arizona. What can you tell us about Deuce Robinson? Man, what can I tell you? Future NFL tight end Deuce Robinson or slash future first baseman right-handed pitcher in the major leagues Deuce Robinson. I think right now he's known as the other guy that came from Arizona, not named Bijan Robinson, Deuce Robinson. I think that's kind of the moniker right now. You're talking about the guy, five-star all the way to the max, 6'6", 230 pounds of badass. Every cycle has like one of these guys, and that's Deuce Robinson. You know, he's, like I said, he's a, he's a West Coast native. USC has been kind of the school in you know leading the the pack it seems for the last year or so but when arch manning committed and it wasn't just arch because texas had started talking to deuce way before then jeff banks has a a a real keen keen eye for this and and actually identified robinson years ago but once arch committed that momentum started picking up on a national level a guy like a deandre moore wide receiver out of st john bosco in california Uh, you know he's he told on three tonight or last night that um, you know, Texas and Georgia are schools he's seriously considering right now. That's a four-star committed to Louisville. Well, Deuce Robinson is another guy out there that it kind of looked like he was locked into one school, and then all of a sudden Texas has this momentum in recruiting. And all of a sudden it just starts to come through. Deuce Robinson was actually supposed to be in attendance for Texas-Alabama, and, and they had a bad uh, weather 
uh, some, something happened with weather to where his football game got canceled and got moved to the next day. Well, he wasn't going to skip his football game. He wasn't going to skip playing with his guys. So he played that Saturday. That's why he missed the Texas-Alabama game. And he couldn't have been more irritated about that. He knew for a fact that, that he had missed a really, really good game. And so Deuce had assured Texas that he would reschedule, and he did that. And like we reported it inside Texas, he's going to be on campus for that TCU game. Um, Texas has two commits in this class. You're thinking, why a third? Would they take a third? You know, naturally you wouldn't take three, even though this class does need a pair. Uh, but don't forget, Will Randall has, is coming off of a, a, an ACL injury. And also that, you know, Spencer Shannon's a guy that he's going to is a developmental type tight end with, you know, absolute tons of upside, 6'6", 6'7", 235 pounds out of modern day, great hands, you know, great future, also a future of a former baseball prospect. Seems like those guys out in out on the West Coast just grow constantly. But at the end of the day, Deuce Robinson's a kid you don't say no to. Sark has shown us one thing in Austin. He will churn the bottom of the roster. The way to do that is to add talent on the top of it. Sometimes that's taking risks. Sometimes that's taking a kid in the portal. And sometimes that's going all in on a five-star tight end that no one ever thought you'd really been in the mix for. But since Arch Manning has jumped into helping him recruit, since he's got to see Jatavian Sanders having a fantastic season, and since Texas is kind of a cool place where he could potentially also play baseball, Texas and Deuce Robinson is getting real by the day. Yeah, it certainly helps to see JT Sanders showcase like he has been throughout the course of this season and just the what that sort of talent can do in the Steve Sarkeesian office. Now, you said he's a baseball player as well. It's not often you hear about a tight end who's a two-sport athlete who also plays baseball. Normally, basketball is that other sport. What position does he play? Uh, from, uh, first, I think he's first baseman and a pitcher. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, first yeah. base makes sense. For it does, it does. And I was thinking, I was in, and I, I mean, I, I think he's more of an athlete too. You know, the, the great baseball players play all over the field, uh, but he's just such a big guy. I remember Spencer Shannon. I don't know if we ever talked about it. Recruiting breakdown is the perfect place to talk about it. Spencer Shannon was like a baseball prodigy growing mm-hmm. up. This is a kid that was, re, you know, he had kind of uh, outgrown a lot of kids. You know, in the, in the elementary years, was incredible baseball player, and then. Had, you know, came into high school, kind of fell in love with football. And before he knew it, football was was the ticket. And so it's it's funny because coaches love – I know you and I are about, you know, the same age. When we were in school, at least at the bigger schools, they coaches really wanted you to focus on one sport. In the big schools, they did. They wanted you to either play football, play basketball, play baseball, you know, play one sport and focus on it. You know, make that your sport. Make that the thing you do. That's those those days are, are long gone, Trey. These coaches, the first thing I hear a lot from these college coaches about a player is, does he run track? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What other sports does he play? You know, if you look at a lot of these recruits, some of them are two-star studs. If you look at some of these freshmen that came in, look at, you know, Cam Williams, the right tackle, uh, you know, big, big human freshman out of Duncanville. He was an incredible basketball player. I've seen that guy dunk. 
If you think big, if you think that's big, you ought to see him come off the floor. It's incredible. Savion Red was one of the best uh, ba- uh, leading scorers in basketball in, in DFW last year. You know, tremendous. So the two sport is is a huge thing, multi-sport guys. And I think that's what Deuce Robinson adds. I think that's what a Spencer Shannon adds. And it looks like if you're looking for an identity with recruiting type kids that Sark's going after, it's these multi-sport kids that, that don't specialize in one. They play a little bit of everything. Specialization creates burnout. Everybody needs an offseason. I don't care what level you're at. Yes, even as you're trying to get better as a preteen or a teenager or somebody who's trying to get a college scholarship, it does yeah. actually benefit you to do other things, to show that you're well-rounded while still excelling at whatever the sport is that you're being recruited for. You know, you know who wasn't great at football? in high school, but was really good at basketball and baseball, Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. Patrick Mahomes almost quit football after his sophomore season. It wasn't that good. He's playing safety, wasn't having a good time. Things change. And so specialization, I, I remember it, you know, going to a big school where it was such a big deal. Like you had to play one sport or the other. Not anymore. Those times you, you, you want that cerebral athlete. You want that guy that can run on the track, play basketball. And those skills, they just translate so seamlessly, Trey. No doubt about that. And we always love the cerebral recruiting breakdowns provided by one Justin Wells of InsideTexasOn3.com. Of course, the recruiting breakdown brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional, Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business Justin, thank you as always. Hey, always a pleasure, Trey. It's always good to see you. And uh, until next Tuesday, nothing but love. Likewise. And hey, if you're listening right now and you enjoyed this episode, click that thumbs up button there. And also make sure to subscribe to the On Texas Football YouTube channel. Until next time, I'm Trey Elling.